now we come to the thrilling final episode of our radio drama. Like, I've been sitting here for the past five minutes, like, trying to come up with, like, a, a cool catchphrase to start us off, like, rolling, you know? Like, like uh... How about a, what's up, H-Town? Hot diggity daffodil! Welcome to Too Hot to Handle, Too Cold to Hold. Like On a Wednesday! He likes those. He should do the current list. Hey, howdy, hey! <laughs> It's me, Bill Shakespeare. You sound like a rodeo announcer. You do. Like when, the, when they're announcing the clowns. <laughs> the barrel clowns. It's him. It's Coffee Black. Are you on a rodeo? That was actually a movie. That's a guy from a movie. Well, whatever. The, yeah. the main guy at the rodeo, he has yeah. some sort of yeah. he has some sort of racist name from another time. <laughs> hey, Blackface McCoy. Because <laughs> <laughs> people who go to rodeos are usually racist. <laughs> Here's Chappie. <laughs> Whistlethorpe. I don't even know what that means. Here's Redneck Trey. <laughs> Howdy, y'all. Here's Cousin It. Here's Billy Bob Jacob. So how are you guys doing? I did start, by the way. It is. We've been wow. So <laughs> that was a big, yeah, big introduction, guys. Yeah, that's the worst start ever. Too hot to cold, too hold to handle. Too, no. No. Too caught to what? <laughs> too much cock to hold, too little <laughs> cock to handle. Listen. <laughs> listen, I'm not that way. I'm not, not, well, I'm not talking about you. Your hair is too hot to handle today, man. Is it really? Yeah. What about that Raisin Cane's drink without the peel on it? Yeah, did you win anything? See, I peeled it, and it's one of those things where they give you codes and you have yeah. to enter them online. Yeah, but sometimes you'll Fucking win. Bullshit. You know why they do that? Why? Well, you so probably you won 10 grand, and they don't want you to collect it. You're like, yeah. God, man, I have to get on the internet. And whatever, anything to get clicks these days. Anything. It's fucking man. sickening. It's like, hey, come look at our porn. Click. It's a domain at Kirby. Like, what? I don't want to rent an apartment complex. I want to watch porn. <laughs> you got to get ad block, though. You know, ad block for the win. Yeah. So how are you guys doing? You, you doing all right? Everything, everything okay? I'm pretty good. My predictions went pretty well. Mine did. The, uh, for the games. I was one for two. You went 0 for two, right, King? Oh, God, no. Or Trey. Trey? I went yeah, 0 for two. Yeah, I said the Jags. You <laughs> did say the Jags. Jags did look like ah, they first I was had, close though. But I think everybody when they didn't at least try to get down the field at the end of the first half was like, uh oh. Can't can't just do that. You just can't let him score a touchdown. Yeah. Him as in Tom Brady. Yeah. Score a touchdown and then not go you back and try and kick a field goal. And you can't take a knee at the end of the second half. You gotta go down the field and get more points. First half, know? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. very conservative. Yeah, especially with 40, 40 some seconds left. It's like oof. I guess that's kinda they were like limiting Blake Bortles. They were like 
Well, yeah. I mean, considering that Tom Brady has more Super Bowl wins than every quarterback uh, had playoff starts. Yeah. 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 So the quarter the quarterbacks in the conference championship, you had Case Keenum with one playoff start, Nick Foles with two, Blake Bortles with two, and Tom Brady with five Super Bowl championships, uh, equaling. So was Nick Foles and Blake starts Bortles starts this year? I wanted to get to that. So, you guys are familiar with all the crazy Tom Brady stats. Yeah. Uh, he has more career completions than Keenan Foles and Bortles have pass attempts in their careers. That is crazy. <laughs> that's one of, the, <laughs> that's one of the craziest ones. Yeah. Uh, in his 18 NFL seasons, Brady has never thrown for 15 or more interceptions in a year. Bortles has done that three times in four years. Yeah, and Blake Bortles has only been in the league for four years. Yeah, right. since like 2013. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he totally did a complete 180 this year. Oh, and Brady took uh, Nick Foles' record of like best touchdown to interception. Yeah, 27 to two, like last year, I think. Yeah, something like that, right? It was just like, oh, poor, poor Foles. Nick Foles is going for his revenge. For yeah. That. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we get to that, because I, I have a bet. Everyone's saying, oh, the Eagles. We'll see. I don't, I don't know how you can I'm be not, confident. I'm not going against. I'm not like, going against Like, what have the Patriots done the past 20 years where you're like, ah, oh, you know what? I don't know if they have it this year. They lost to that Eli Manning fella a couple times. What if Nick Foles is the next Eli Manning? Well, the thing is, like, like if you look at it, if you go out and looked at the stats, those Giants teams, their ranking were like twentieth in defense and seventeenth in offense both years. So they weren't very good. Yeah, both of those teams were kind of trash in the regular <laughs> season, and then just got hot in yeah, the playoffs. Yeah, they the were Giants. The Giants and those yeah. those two Super Bowls. They, I looked at this. Combined stats and their rankings, they were trash. They like, got they trash. didn't they lose to the the Redskins twice. Uh-huh. They got that was so far back, I don't even know what happened last week. With Rex week. Grossman. Oh, right. <laughs> Is that what it was? I think so. The Jags brought over Tom Coughlin from those Giants, and I guess they thought they felt pretty good yeah. uh, against the Patriots, but Coughlin is like VP of player or Football operations. Yeah, but did you see? So, like, him? what? What does that even mean? Did you like, see what him? Are your he roles? was up in one of those booths writing stuff down during the game. So sure, he's translating but that like, to people. But that's probably like a thank you note to <laughs> Bob Kraft or something. I'm, I'm sure it's more of a philosophy too uh, for that team because that team in the first half, Fournette looked like he was going to be that guy to just break the will of the Patriots, and uh, they adjusted. Their offense looked brilliant. I mean, they jumped out to a 14-3 lead, and their offense, it was, it was a great mixture of pounding the ball with Fournette. Well, the thing is, the Patriots thought they were going to pound the ball, and when they fought that, they play action. Right, that's right. It was play action passes, and it was screens. And it was on first down. And I felt watching that game, they were really out-patrioting the Patriots. Yeah, it was a lot of passes to the running backs. TJ Yeldon. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's great yeah, out he's, of the backfield. He's had a great the playoffs, actually. He really he's had some has. big plays for them in the playoffs. So, I mean, but they had the one touchdown to Mercedes Lewis, who that was, was a good the lone remaining Jag from their last, last playoff stint. What oh seven or oh nine or something like that. And like, if you had to feel bad for anybody, like the most bad, like you see Blake Bortles shed a single tear after the game. 
Too. Like fucking relax, dude. He's right. <laughs> Lewis He's has right. been in that garbage fire since 07, man. Yeah. Yeah, I feel bad for that kid. Absolutely. He's not even a kid anymore. He's like Mercedes. A 40, he's yes. like a four-year-old man. Yeah. I, remember I mean, he, was like, he had his run. He got he, to the AFC Championship. He used to look like Gerald Green, like size-wise, back when he was really. Running. Yeah, he was like 6'7", 220. Steroids, dude. Steroids, but freaking. I, I don't feel bad for him. So he's stuck there. He stayed there on his own. Yeah, he felt like he could have left. Like, not, I'm not feeling too bad for him. Do you think they'll retire his number? They should. He's best uh, Jaguar of all time. Receiving wise, mm, probably. Would you put him over Kenny Smith? I wouldn't. Kenny Smith, Jimmy. Or Jimmy, Jimmy Smith. Smith. I'm sorry, my <laughs> names are mixed up. <laughs> Kenny Smith Kenny is, the, is on what? TNT, Kenny the Jet TNT, Smith TNT, in, inside the NBA, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, with a Shaq and a big old the the Charles. That, that's a round, round of rebound. We're we're like. We're like the equivalent of that show in that we don't have great analysis, but we're not as entertaining, so... And we have great chemistry. We're, yeah. we're not very entertaining. <laughs> we're not. So really, we're not like them at all. See, the thing is, we're the exact opposite. We're three white guys. We're three white guys. <laughs> I don't know. You and uh, you and Shaq, you're, uh, you're yeah, probably a similar size-wise. Size size. Yeah. 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 Actually, probably me and Chuck are Trey, Trey and Ernie. <laughs> yeah. Trey. Yeah, yeah, guys. Yeah. And you and he has less hair. Yeah. I don't know. The producer offset. Offset. The producer yeah. offset. Maybe. Whatever bitch boy intern they have. Oh yeah. Putting got the guys who rebound the, the basketball. The guy who rebounds the basketball after they miss their shots. <laughs> that guy works hard. <laughs> yeah. Especially when Shaq shooting that free throws. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna have to go all the way to the. End of the court. <laughs> so the AFC Championship game, we were talking about it. Jags were up 14-3, and the Patriot offense, it wasn't working for them. Wasn't doing it. The Jaguar defense, way too athletic, way too fast, sideline to sideline. Yep. Because what's their offense? It's those short passes, getting it to the running back. Yeah. Exactly, and they had Miles and, Jack, and that they was just chasing. Their linebackers down. are incredible. Yes, Miles Jack and Gibson. Yeah, you just couldn't. I, I'm having a hard time finding a better linebacker core. There are some good linebacking cores. The Panthers have a good one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if anybody's I think better. The last time, like that, I seen than that really Jack's good one. It, I mean, the Panthers have one. The Panthers has a pretty good one, but. This linebacking core reminds me of that 49ers with Patrick Willis and Navarro Bowman. And they make big plays too. Yeah. Like they don't they don't just tackle well and move well, but Yeah, they make big plays. Yeah, they for, they force turn turnovers. That's how they yeah, get to Miles Jack that fumble recovery he had, but that's that was on the second half. So I noticed so. once the Jags had that 14-3 lead, they almost had this undeserved like sense of entitlement and like accomplishment and they start getting really conservative they start work it's like 10 minutes left in the second quarter and they're like okay let's wind this shit up let's let's, let's wind this game down you know what was working for them was like four yards with a run on first down and that play action pass on second down were they coming out and play action on first down right getting, it, getting five yards and then being able to run two times they stopped throwing it on early downs yeah. and would run on first and second down get into third and long situations and Bortles early on actually did convert a couple of third and longs but there was one drive when 
he converts like a third and eight. Yep. But they didn't snap the ball in time, and yeah, it was a delay that game, was, that was and a it was killer. a killer. Absolutely killed the drive. Yep. Uh, the play after that, they have a, a holding play that New England declines, and I don't know what happens. Once they decline that penalty, the clock doesn't stop. I know. The, cl- the clock starts, not a clock starts running. running. It's a running clock after And the Jags, after this conservative play calling, you're like, okay, well, they're going to let this play clock run all the way down before they punt it, right? Yep, yep. But they punt it with 19 seconds left. No. Patriots get the punt. And that all happens before the two-minute warning. Yeah. It was, exactly. It was like 2-0, like... Nine. They get the yeah two oh nine left and you're awarding the Patriots a free timeout and they already have and two I'm just three. sitting there like what the fuck yeah. so basically are you, you, gave them, you gave them an extra timeout and now they got three timeouts so I have a and so when stuff like that happens just just gameplay um, gamesmanship when it comes to like the clock is that on the coach or is that on the players on the field to know hey you have to run this clock down. You gotta blame that on the players because they see the scoreboard and it tells you the time of the game, you know? I understand the coach can only do so much, yeah. but the reason why the players aren't executing time management like that is because they're not coached up well enough. Right. Right? Yeah. How are you not, how are you, like, if you look at the Patriots, why do they always get, it seems like they, that always happens. They get that break because they are that coached up. They knew it's it's like, almost insane. It's it's almost to like a twilight zone of serendipity. It doesn't make sense because on nine times out of ten, the that coach across on the sideline for Bill Belichick, if it's any other coach besides him, they punt that. They let the clock run right. and then they punt it or call a timeout then punt it like or take the penalty. Whatever. Like right? any any sports fan knows, like when you're down and the clock's running out, your team's behind, you're like, okay, we need this, 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 this to happen. Yeah. And you know that never fucking happens. No. But it happens for the Patriots. All the time. Every day. All the time. All we got to do is uh, they need a delay game so this first down doesn't count. Uh, we just need... <laughs> Uh, two yeah. pass interference penalties to, to bring uh, us all the way down. Yeah, at the end, on those pass interference penalties that happen, everyone's like, "Oh, you know, one of that one were that." I mean, the, I think they got so confident those DBs. Every time there's an incomplete, they come up, you know, doing their little incompletes. I mean, like, get jacked up, and then they play like that. You get playing too aggressive because you think you're just killing it. And you get those stupid pass interference calls. Some of those were iffy. The first one, the Patriots get the ball back after they punt it away. Punt it away, and uh, there's a helmet to helmet hit on Gronk. Gr- that knocked him out. That was the second half, right? Or was it that, was, that was still that was still was in that the first Gibson half. Still in the first that half. hit Gronk. I no. think it was Church. It was, it was church. church. Yeah, it was Church. Thank the Lord for Church. And uh, he knocks him out of the game, and Gronk only had one catch for 20 yeah, the yards one where, or something yeah the one the one where he got knocked like he still got hit for he, he got he got he's like, he came up he's like oh that hurt so it's helmet to helmet and when you watch when you watch that play full speed <laughs> like it just looks like a good fucking play no, uh, right? to me no because oh i mean yes it's helmet to helmet and it's not, a penalty that, if you actually go the guy doesn't lead with his if head you, if you look at it he puts his shoulder he he puts his shoulder down and leans into him. Well, he leads with his shoulder, which uh, is and that's legal. What, and that, 
he leans into it, but he's, he's still going to hit him with his helmet. I mean, he puts his shoulder down. You're not even supposed to do that. You're supposed to wrap up and tackle people now. Uh, and Richard Sherman's saying, give, what else can you do? That's, that's like... They well, give I, every benefit in the book to the offensive player. You should, too. Especially defense. And, like, I, I, I never played defense in school, but I can't imagine, like, how frustrating it must be. Well, especially when you've played like that your whole life. I mean, I you're basically just being neutered. But... I get I get how how they feel that way because they play like that their whole lives. That's how they played in high school and probably in college. Um, but at the same time, it's new. And game. when you're trying to get a guy like Gronk down, it's not like you can simply get up there and wrap up and expect to bring him down. Like you're gonna have to bring the pain to get him down. Yeah, I get pain. that. But the thing is, if you can't, then you're gonna have to try attacking the legit way. Why does a guy that's that size? It's like the LeBron James rule, you know, like to where oh he has to get destroy for it to be a foul why does that have to be he's bigger he's bigger than you so he's a receiver he he gets that benefit you, you shouldn't be able to just slam into him with your helmet no i'm saying it was a penalty but i'm yeah. just saying the the way the league is now and i'm all for safety you know and safety you know, first and he might not for anything else for his head but I'm, it just makes it really fucking hard not to yeah. Break the rule almost every other play. Well, especially because, when you're going yeah. that fast. Because yeah. yeah, especially when the NFL would roll highlights of Ronnie Lott and Steve Atwater just like mm-hmm. killing people doing that. Like, I get it. What can you do? I mean, it's a new rule. You gotta learn to tap, guys. So Gronk is knocked out. Uh, they take him to the locker room for concussion protocol. And Rob Gronkowski is easily one of the dumbest people, like, not only in football, but the entire planet. Right? Right. At least that's what you think. You we think he's know. dumb. We don't know. He could be a smart but It could be a He's not. Guy. There's no fucking but way. But right here, it's just like... like you went to Arizona State. I think, yeah. I think what you're getting at is, what was his con- concussion test? I was thinking... Was it, uh, hey, Gronk, what's your ABCs? It's like, party bus? <laughs> <laughs> but that's, like, so hard because, like, he's just, like, a... But that's what it is. He's a fucking meathead. Right like, here. how do yeah. you fucking know when he's... So right here. This is what I was getting at. He's the guy saying his ABCs. He goes, if he goes party bus, you send his ass back out there because you know he's okay. But if you start saying his ABCs... You gotta sit him out. Hurt. Yeah, like, like yeah. all of a sudden he's eloquent he's, and he's like he's speaking like, in a like, British accent. It's like when Patrick. It's like when Patrick on SpongeBob, like uh, he like hit his head and it like plugged back in, and he was like, "Oh, British. smart." The training yeah. staff is like, "Wait, did you just call me sir instead of calling me a faggot?" Or <laughs> hey, bro, something's wrong. Did you, did you call something's me sir wrong. instead of bro? <laughs> Freaking rough. Who thought they were gonna win that game when he went out? I thought it was no way. And going into the game, that's really the only thing I was focused on. It's like, how the fuck is Jacksonville going to cover Gronk? Because New England doesn't really utilize their wideouts like a normal team would. It's tied in and running back heavy. So I got a question. Yeah. They're... Jacksonville's uh, corners are pretty. They're pretty, not huge guys, but they're they're pretty big for corners, right? Jalen Ramsey. I mean, they're oh. the size you want them to be. About six foot, six one, two hundred pounds. About they're fucking great. They can't cover quick guys. I mean, how many times was Brandon Cooks running running open and just not catching the ball? I think that's where where it's going. Like Antonio Brown was running stride for stride on a, on a straight away, on a straight, on a straight away, yeah. 
but not on those. But not on those quick little hitters, man. Yeah. I think, that's, I think that's the way the league's going. Is going to go back to those. Remember when his small wide receivers? I think they're going to start going back that way. As long as they can fucking catch. Oh, yeah. Like, I know people hate Texans talk when they're not relevant, but I just think of Will Fuller. Like, oh, he's a speed demon. He can get down the field. Does he, he little good? He didn't catch the ball from uh, Watson. Yeah, when Wa- Watson throws him open, though. Yeah, I don't know. Watson makes He caught good. more balls with Watson than he right. did with Osweiler. Here it is. He caught like 11 balls, right? Out of like, I don't know, 15 thrown to him. He was on Seven a- for touchdowns. <laughs> You know what? I'm not even mostly bothered by his hands. It's his inability to stay healthy. You know, yeah. Him and Kevin Johnson. Well, if you looked at it, he went out when Watson went out. Do you think uh, Will Fuller's like, you know what? My hammy's acting up, guys. (laughs) (laughs) My torso. Oh, man, I have a feeling that might have happened. Could have been. He's like, Tom Savage, no way, bro. I'm not playing with this cat. Not doing it. So after that Gronk play, the next play was that pass interference call on A.J. Boye. Puts the ball inside the 15-yard line, down the sideline. Lots of hand fighting by Boye and Cooks. You know, I was always under the impression that once you got to the playoffs, you let these guys play a little bit more. Uh, You let these more physical plays go. Uh, The only thing that was sort of iffy for me or like, that could have been, you know, a blatant penalty was Brandon Cooks ends up out of bounds. And it's not like he ran out of bounds by himself. By himself. And that's what Chris Carter it's, was. It's kind of, he kind of, boy, he kind of walks Chris him. Chris Carter on FS1 had a good explanation of it. You can, once you have. Well, that, he's a receiver, so he's always. Well, no, but he, he was kind of explaining the rule. If you have your, your one hand on the guy, you know, you're running, you can actually run him out. What, what, what ended up being the penalty is when he put his right hand on him. So right. you can run guys out of bounds and it's Yeah, and it's legal. fine. It's legal as long as you're not forcing them out. When he put his right hand up and touched him right before he looked back, that's, that's when the penalty happened. So a lot of people and the disparity of penalties between Jacksonville and uh, New England, I think it was like six penalties, 98 yards against Jacksonville to one penalty for just chump change. Yeah. And so, I mean, the Patriot haters were out in full yeah, force. But, but it's and also, they pointed to that play as, like, yeah. I don't know, some kind of fucking conspiracy. But you got to look against at the, the, way Jags. They, the way they play defense. Most penalties are called on who? The defense, right? Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, in today's NFL, absolutely. The Patriots' defense is not aggressive. They're bend, right? They bend and don't break. Uh, whereas the Jaguars, they're they're – they're putting their hands on you. You're going to get more penalty calls if you're putting your hands on people. I mean, that's the compromise when you play overly physical. You're yeah. going to make a lot of more impact plays, a lot yeah. more takeaways. Huge plays you're going to make. You're going to make turnover plays, but at the same time. But you're also going to get called for those penalties. You're going to get called for those, especially against Tom Brady. I would have been okay either way. Yeah. Um, I, to me, I If they been, didn't throw a flag, I would have been okay, and I'm still okay with the flag. To me, it was... On that A.J. Bouye one, I could have said both ways, too. Like, And they made the call. Because I saw, I saw, yeah, that could be because he went out of bounds. What, but, about, you? what about you, Trey? Yeah, yeah Trey, I, please. I think, um, I think, yeah, I agree with you. Like, If you play as physical as the Jags do, you're going to get the call. You're going to get calls, you know? Do you believe in, like... 
that conspiracies exist in sports? Yes. Do you think that was a conspiracy that had the Patriots in the Super Bowl? No, no I don't think there's any conspiracy against the Patriots because if there were, why would Tom Brady get suspended for four games for the plate gate? And I'm glad you brought that up because the, the ref officiating that game was the same one who officiated the deflate gate game. Right. The one whose gauge tested uh, <laughs> lower. Mediocre. Lower than anyone else's and basically put Tom Brady uh, so in the So he's going to go under the bus. Yeah. Yeah. So why would... Why? So you can't say that. I but the reason the reason why people were upset is because as soon as the game ended, he came up and sort of oh, patted man, Brady you, on the ass. Like, did, nice job. Did you see like all the pictures those Jag fans were uh, were posting, like the memes, like how the conspiracy it was just, like the one where they scored that touchdown and they're getting chippy, and the one ref kind of came in between them. They showed like a silver of him smiling, like oh he's celebrating with the Patriots. That's one. And then another was the uh, Miles Jack. They showed him up and running with the football after he got the thing. I was like, well, he could have been touched down, guys. Like, that's terrible still frame after the fact. Uh, another one was the holding call, like a holding call they missed on Solder. I was thinking every play every, Jags, no, right? every play that Jags ran. I'm sorry, but if you go to social media and you raise hell over a holding penalty that didn't get called. And then like, the last just, one, though, fuck you. And then the just last one you. was that when you're talking That's about where you came up after the game and patted him on the chest like, hey, good game. So here's the thing. If I were him, I would want to do the same thing. Like, he probably thought, okay – you know, during the game, I'm going to maintain a sense of professionalism. But afterward, this is the fucking goat. Like, I'm going to go over there and pay my respects. But it's going to look bad. It's going to look terrible. It looks bad. You can't do that. No, not if you're... Not if you're you don't put yourself in those situations to be criticized. No, especially when you're in NFL. I mean, you're already going to get criticized for being a Patriot rigger. Is basically what everyone's calling this the rig gate. So it's like, no, come on, like There's you can't use your head. Can we stop with the gates? I'm, I'm like, done with all the yeah, yeah. water gate. Remember when yeah. gates just meant you could wa- wait when you're walking? Yeah, I'm going to walk through a gate. Yeah. Now it's Trey Gate 2018. I've never heard the of The Red-Headed Fury. I like Deflate Gate because it rhymes. Yeah. From now on, it only happens if it Tape rhymes. Gate? Tape gate for like tape if game. Golden it Tape kind of like, oh, tape. tape gate the tape gate that where doesn't, they had that where doesn't they had the video it tape rhyme. No. they had the video oh, yeah. tape oh, no that, that, that was Spy Gate but if, but if Golden Tape like tape poisons game. Goodell's coffee then tape I'm okay game. with like Tape Gate do you yeah. think Golden Tate would do that like because he totally Gold, fucking no would. Golden Tate with the Notre Dame those guys are pretty good guys he's with Detroit now right yeah I would say Tate back in the Seattle days would. No. But but now he's yeah. he's like he doesn't Richard have that Sherman. bad influence. <laughs> Richard Sherman be like, hey, go for sure. Hey, go. He's like, what's up, bro? How about you go spike out Goodell's uh, coffee? We need to get uh, player safety. Like none of those guys in Seattle are are like proud of themselves, except for Russell Wilson. He's like the one guy. The born again Christian. The born again, but like he hasn't really rubbed off on them, has he? No, I, I, I don't think he's. They hate that. Dude. You're talking about guys. He's that not like actively Compton. converting them. Like you got Michael Bennett from you know Aldine down here in Houston. You got the I can Sherman just, from Compton. I can just. They're imagine. not. They're not having any of that born again virgin shit. Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas. I don't know where Earl Thomas. 
You can just imagine Russell Wilson, like, his first month on the team. It's like, hey, guys, uh, we're having a, a Bible study and a prayer group at, at my house uh, this weekend. You know, it's sort of a meet and greet. You know, real informal. Uh, you wear a collared shirt, but jeans are okay. You know? Yo, sure. Yo, uh, this is Sherm. You, your girl gonna be there, bruh? Is Sierra gonna be there? Is Sierra gonna, uh, Sierra well, gonna be there? Well, yeah, actually. <laughs> What's she gonna be wearing? My cock on her face? Uh, that's that's wildly inappropriate. Not she making, is wildly not inappropriate me, bruh. She is a good woman with high moral value. That kid's mine, I'm just going to have to ask you to leave her out of this. Well, that kid's mine, man. <laughs> Paternity test. Who, uh, future? Future's kid? Future's kid. I don't know. I don't even know. Oh, that's right. She was married before, huh? Yeah, she had a kid with the other was rapper. Was he married or something Future, I think so. No, he's a fucking... Married to Jesus. He's yeah, a terrible he was, person. He was married to that one chick yeah, that looked was. like Beavis. Yeah. That's what I thought too. Yeah, and he RG three. Like RG three like married someone that was god off. Like RG three cheated on her. RG three is a piece of fucking work. RG three is So two plays after that, uh, boy pass interference. New England scores touchdown. Touchdown. It's yes. uh, it's fourteen ten, and with fifty five seconds remaining, two timeouts. Jacksonville decides to take a knee and is satisfied with a four-point lead into the locker room. And that's where they lost the game. What the fuck? You need points, man. You can't just say, you can't. we're up four I just, on the Patriots. I just we're don't gonna understand. Like, if you had been struggling up to that point, and by the grace of God, you have a four-point lead, exactly. then I could understand yeah, like, taking it into the locker room. But you've been getting whatever you fucking wanted. Let's say that you your offense has only actually got a field goal and your defense is basically put you in position to either get a touchdown or got the touchdown and another field goal or something, right? However it happened, your defense scored both touchdowns. Yeah, then I'd be like, sure. you know what? Let's kneel the ball. We're good right now. Our defense is killing it. But you got, I mean, your offense was killing it. Momentum is a weird thing for me because... It's a fickle beast. I just fuck it. Just go out there and fucking play. It right? seems like in sport, especially in football, momentum is the biggest thing. But what I'm saying is like you're doing well. Like why would you just sit on? Just kill him. Like go for the throw. Fifty-five right? seconds and two timeouts. I, when's the last time Blake threw it? Has he thrown an interception in this playoffs? He's yeah. been really careful he's with been the really ball. Really careful with the ball. I'm not, Think he's thunder and it's because the plane calls have been careful. They've allowed him to They've let him go to loosen up yeah. without getting too crazy. Does that show you they don't trust him? Well, absolutely not. I mean, the Jaguars were more afraid of Blake Bortles than they were Tom Brady, and, that's and that was no more evident than in the second half. You basically cut your nose off to spite yourself, right? I mean, that's that's what you did. You you said, you know what? We're going to rely on just kneeling the ball and seeing if we can run the clock out. We could run, what, 30 minutes off the clock in, in the second half. And you can't do that against Tom Brady. He's a killer. That's how you got to go, go at Tom Brady. Deshaun Watson did it to Tom Brady. They went back and forth, killer the whole game, right? So, Texas oh, first Panthers, right? I mean, you got to be a killer to beat Tom Brady. I mean, Peyton Pey- 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 Pey-
Every, take advantage of every opportunity. You, take, you, you have to at least risk. fucking try. You have to take some risk too, right? And that's part of that is like forty seconds left. Let's get. Let's at least go down and get a field goal. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why they didn't just. They didn't even try. They just took a knee and. Not even one play. Yeah. Why didn't Chad Henney to throw the ball if you're not not Blake Bortles fan throwing? I mean, you had two timeouts. You could give it to your fucking workhorse, Leonard Fournette, and yeah. Just see what fucking happened. Yeah. Like, realistically, all you're trying to do is get in the field goal range. Because, honestly, do you think the Patriots would have thought, hey, they're going to run the ball here. They're going to – no, probably they're going to play action and try and go 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 on us and get in position. If you would have gave the ball to Fournette, you could have could have gotten some plays, a big play, and then put you in the position. It seems like Patriots, they struggle against the play actions. Like uh, – well, they're, they're so worried about good running backs running. Yeah. I mean, they don't want to get beat. And they already play soft as it is in the in the secondary, so, I mean. That last play wasn't soft, though. No, it wasn't. That last play wasn't soft. Oh, that was a great play. So, coming out of the locker room, uh, the Jags tack on a couple of more field goals. They go up 20 to 10, right? 20, 20 to 10. 10. And then uh, Tom Brady. Yeah. Two field goals, twenty to ten. Uh, and at that point, you're feeling good. Yeah, you're feeling pretty good. Uh, Fourth, ten points. Tom Brady down ten. Could have been down in the 13. fourth quarter. Could have been down thirteen. You're right. Could have been down a lot more. Thirteen's a whole lot more to overcome than ten. It is because it's, it's well. It's, how does it two touchdowns? Yeah, right? it wouldn't have mattered even if they were up thirteen. Right. They would have scored their two touchdowns, but, I mean, you never so, know. But. So the Pats open up their bag of tricks here. And uh, they have a, they come up with a double pass. It's Brady to Amendola, who then fires it back across the field to Deion Lewis. And it was such a beautiful play. It looked good. Because you had, like, three offensive linemen leading Pull, the way. Yeah, they pulled out and, like, where are these guys going? Yeah, where the fuck did these guys come from? But they, they had the blockers... Set and up. you know Lewis, they gets down. I think they get at least twenty yards. Oh yeah, he was 20, 30 yards down the field. And you know he's still Lewis is still letting his guys Block. get blocks, and he slows down. And Miles Jack, the freak athlete linebacker, about, we already talked about. Man. Here it is. Here's that big difference making play. Catches up to Lewis and strips it. Call on the field is Jags ball. Yeah. Turnover. And at that point, they're, yeah. they're, up, they're up 10 in the fourth quarter. I thought that was when it was over. Me I did too. too. I thought, I I thought when they fumbled, I, thought I was like, I mean, oh, still a lot of time. Damn. Still a lot of time left on the clock. But if you believe in momentum at all, it was 100% with Jacksonville. And that deflated. That had to have deflated that crowd. Absolutely. Because you have a huge Deflate play. anybody. Like. And the thing is, like, especially when it's kind of a iffy, if you look at the replay, it was almost iffy because it looked like you had yeah, control. Those guys in Foxborough, they know how to fucking deflate. Exactly. Frick, man. Like, just think if they didn't calm down. That might have been a touchdown. So yeah, what, that would have been it. What did you guys think about that play? Was it a fumble? See, he I had control. I thought. I thought he had on his hip, right? Yeah, it looked he like was he was down touched. And then it came out, so I was like, yeah, you know what? I can see if they overturned this. It, it but you know why they didn't? Because there wasn't indisputable evidence. I think because they were like, you know what? If we do Conspiracy? this, if we do this <laughs> it's going to be like, 
We're we're in the conspiracy thing. I don't. I think they hate overturning calls on the field, especially like that. I really, like, especially close ones like that. They're gonna, yeah. And, and I didn't mind it either. I think they made the right call because there has to be indisputable evidence to overturn yeah. it, and there wasn't. And I hate the I hate the whistle. I early whistle. Early whistle. Get yeah. up. Let him finish the play. Yeah. Let him finish the play, and then see what happens. Because if he would have made a touchdown, they looked at it, and he didn't get touched. I mean, they really, sh- they really should the use game. review game, right? as like a crutch and like just let plays happen, and then you can go yeah. back and fix it if you have well, to. Well, that's not even a crutch. That's just letting the play happen instead of yeah. an early whistle. I don't know. I Big mean, play. He Big catches play. up to him. He knocks it out. He knocks it loose, but he still keeps it pinned up against his body. Through the ground and survives the ground. The ball never touches the ground. Yeah. That might be one. Well, they'll have to go back and look at it. And because I don't, because we hear about the rules about a catch, what yeah. is and isn't. Yeah. You don't really hear about what's a fumble and what's not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it was a. They call it a fumble. I could see both ways because he was losing it, and then I thought he got it back. Personally. You know, had they had they said he was down. That I think that would have been a lot more. I, th- I think it would have stood. I think, I think it stands either way. I think people would have been upset. Like, like a lot more people would have been upset if that would have been overturned to not a fumble. So I think I thought that I personally think that's how they went about it. So you know what? Let's not get people upset. But the game should have been over at that point. I want to see Miles Jack though. I want to talk about Miles Jack. That dude was going to be a top five pick, hurts himself, and yeah. goes a second yeah. round to the Jaguars. Why can't that happen to the Texans? I don't know. I mean, it's just. Well, what draft was that? Because that was like two years, two ago. years ago. Because Jalen Smith was in that draft. Jalen Smith was in that draft. I wanted the Cowboys so was, to take was like Miles. A yeah. draft. The Texans are always because they're so fucking mediocre. They're always picking Middle. between thirteen and seventeen. That's a good thought. I've never thought of it like that. Not this year. Nope. And now we're not so, even picking though. You think they'll up. move up? So the Texans would have had to take him in the first round if they wanted. Because they're not going to get the top of the first, top of the second, third. Do you think? Yeah, I know. Here's a question: Do you think Miles Jack with injuries, like, do you think this rises raises the draft stock for these type of players that get hurt and they think they're going to be good? Do you think we'll see more of those players get taken in the first? I don't round? know because the Cowboys get burned on picks like that, don't um, they, Trey? Yes. Jalen Smith looked okay this year, though. He didn't look. He's coming off a bigger injury. And what yeah. about what about like Taco Charlton? He's going to get better. He had like a sack, I think, this year. And, and they like guys with behavior issues. I don't know if they think that I don't gives think, them an edge. I don't think Taco's Charleston had any behavior. No, I'm not talking about Taco, but they drafted some guy from like Nebraska or Louisville. Who like, no, Nebraska, the one uh, Gregory. Oh, yeah, Randy Gregory. Yeah. He's been horrible. He's been a dis- <laughs> disgrace. Uh, and one one time future murder suspect Leo Collins. Yeah, but he got cleared of that, and he's yeah, he's doing pretty good on the offensive line. I don't know how you're the Texans and not draft him in the seventh round. Who uh, Leo Collins? I don't either. Me and my dad. Me and my the Texans are just like draft that dude in the seventh round. You don't even have to give him a contract. I, I mean I don't I don't know what the fuck. That was a genius Texans move by the Cowboys though to get him. Just got they didn't draft him. They just I know, him. but like, if he if he's a murderer, then you just release him. Well, that's what I said. Seventh round pick, waste a seventh round pick on him, and then if he's the, a murderer, the Texans, the, the Texans draft like they're trying to fill like a scout leader position the, the with like perfect background checks and high character guys. 
Like, you don't, yeah, you don't see Texans pick up. So, so the, like in the player DJ, DJ like, swear, so tell us about a time you uh, helped the less fortunate. So DJ well, like, Swear was probably the, the last person who was a you know a questionable guy, and he was coming off a pretty decent year. In the he's club. okay, but he, he's not great. He's nothing special. He picked but, uh, you know, Peyton Manning the, off in practice. Well, he one seemed time. like he was uh, always around the ball when turnovers were happening. I remember he uh, he caused a fumble or something like that. For the on the Raiders game, and then he like, lost it, and, <laughs> and then he chased him back down and made him fumble again. <laughs> That's he got it back. Like he's the hustle guy, high energy guy. You know, one of those guys that are I like high energy, energy guys, like mean guys. Like yeah, I don't, I don't want a guy pretending to be nice, like Brian Cushing, and then gets popped for PEDs. Like, <laughs> I don't want that guy who, yeah. who pretends to be like, the whole douchebag, uh, like yeah. Character the doesn't work when you get busted. Brian Cushing. Yeah, that doesn't fly. You, you ever seen a Blue Mountain Steroids. State? Yeah. That linebacker and Blue Mountain State is he Brian would be, Cushing. He would be perfect. Yeah. 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 What a piece of Secretly shit. gay. God. I actually think we should have kept the Miko Ryans. <laughs> so down 10 in the fourth quarter. Here come the Patriots. But that Jacksonville defense isn't uh, isn't going away. They uh, they get to Brady, sack him. Yeah, I thought when they sacked Loss him, that was eight. another time I thought the game was over. Two two plays later, uh, faced with a third and eighteen, and uh, what does Tom Brady do? Has all the fucking time in the world. Uh, just kind of hangs out and uh, delivers a strike twenty one yards downfield to Danny Amendola. Uh, they were they were one for eight on third down until that play, and they convert a fucking third and eighteen. Yeah. Just disgusting. All their third downs were like penalty conversions. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. They kind of got lucky in that game. Yeah. But you know, well, they, say, they just it's just so gross. Like how they come <laughs> through in the most clutch of moments. So I don't bet against Tom Brady. 30, 31 yards to Dorsett on a flea flick. That was so random. His only reception. He's like, it didn't even look like it was going to work at first because he got the flea flick back. He looked, he's like, oh shit, my first my guy's not open. And he's like, oh, okay, there you go. And it was to Philip Dorsett, too, like this random dude. From Philip, from that the guy from Indianapolis. Can you believe he went number in, a, in the first round? Philip yeah, no, that. from Miami, right? Yeah, as no. much as I talk about the Texans drafting the, the Colts, the, the Colts. Yeah. Why did they take Just a wide receiver? Their defense was like last, like in the. <laughs> you know why? They the got league. Jacoby Brisket. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, for for Philip Dorsett. Yeah, not they a, did. Not a bad move. Yeah, it worked more for the Colts. I'd say they won I don't that. Know. It worked pretty good for the Patriots right there. Yeah, and that play. That's a huge play. So Brady finds Amendola, their first touchdown on the day. Get within three. It's 2017. Bortles is now forced to throw to win the game because the run game is just completely shut down. And and Bortles just can't deliver. You know, he had some good games in this postseason, but the guy can't. I mean, I can't carry a team. No. When you put, hey. He's not very good at throwing the ball down. We're, we're on your shoulders. He's just like, uh, 
I can't squat four hundred pound guys. A few hundred, a couple, a couple of you need to get off. I can't carry you. Blake guys. Blake Bortles is the guy that you want to have when your starter goes down. Blake Bortles is the guy Matt Hammond wants as a backup quarterback yeah. for twelve million dollars a year for the Houston Texans. Get the fuck out of here. Matt Hammond, big six ten guy, right? Well, n- I mean, not even big when it comes to six ten guys. Who do you think's the biggest six ten guy? Um. Would you say Rich guys? Lord? No, I would. I would probably say Pendergast. Yeah. It's probably yeah. Sean Pendergast. Yeah, triple threat. In, He's a pretty big guy. Either him or Seth yeah. Lane. He's not big in a good way, though. Is he? I mean, he's he's working on it. Is it? I heard that. I saw that. Yeah, he's. Yeah. He'll get there. He's a good guy. He was Seth Payne. No, I don't know. I don't know. Jags all of a sudden after everything. <laughs> after everything works for them in the first half, they can't get anything going. What's well, the, the second half? Could do Jack. It was like. You know, he's pulling off four four yard run, which is good. No, yes, yeah. it puts you in a great position. They they made Jacksonville one dimensional, and when that one dimension is Blake Bortles, you're fucked. And you want to know what you don't want to know why I was confident going into the second half that the Patriots were going to win. Bill Belichick adjustments. <laughs> That's he's the that, best at it. He just and you're like the other teams just it's, like it's I almost, can't it's almost like they fuck with you in the first half. No, I think what it is is they want to be. They wrong. fuck with you and they they let you think they, you have a chance. They want you to. They want to because be then because then you're like you like freak yourself out like oh my god like, we have a fucking lead like, like let's protect like them. I think they want to be down just so they can make the adjustment and the other team's not going to make an adjustment because they're up and they're like oh what we're doing is working and. Bill Billy Boy is just like you know what I'm gonna put my hoodie and make my hoodie go to work. What's up with the sleeveless? The, the, he's oh, going yeah. sleeveless. Is he working here. out? Is that some bicep? I think Bill, Bill Belichick All wanted right. to show just, everybody. Just let me mention how the Pats win, and then I promise we can move on. Uh, Danny Amendola, who I thought should have been the player of the game. I don't know who was, but he gets a 20-yard punt return to set up the game-winning drive and comes up with the leaping grab in the back of the end zone for the game-winning touchdown. The toe drag swag. That uh, was an amazing catch. I don't see why. <laughs> Patriots get their first lead of the game. Uh, and then you mentioned that one play by um, Gilmore yeah. in Patriots secondary on 4th and 14. Actually looked like one of Bortles' best throws of the game. <laughs> the ball was kind of duck duck Yeah. But he makes a diving deflection Puts the game on ice. Well, Deion Lewis getting like a 20-yard th- run on third and nine yeah. ice the game. I think the, the, the play that could have kept the, the Jags in it, though, was that throw to uh, Fournette, and Fournette didn't reach out and get it. Oh, I hate that. That was close. Yeah. That, that was that was, and that was a decent throw, too. You think he could have – if he would have caught that, you think he, you think he could have? I mean – I think he could have, like – you gotta lay out for that in the AFC Championship game. That, that's what I think. That's the reason I think they you lost. Can't, you can't go to the AFC Championship game as a rookie thinking you're going back. Look at what happened to Dan Marino. I mean, he went to the Super Bowl. They yeah. never went back. They lost because they went away from what was working for them. Yeah. Their first couple of drives. But I think the Patriots stopped what they like. Like I said, I think it's the adjustments to the Patriots, and then the Jags didn't adjust. Adjust. It's a it's a two way street. Because I'll yeah, agree with because they they stopped they just wanted to stop the run because they knew they couldn't do much. You know, I don't think they. You know. 
Brady had 138 yards passing and two touchdowns in the fourth quarter alone, both the Amendola. Uh, Brandon Cooks actually had the most receiving yards, uh, 100 yards on six receptions, drew 68 yards in pass interference penalties. That should count as passing yards. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you can sell it, good. So, should the Jaguars stick with Blake Bortles next year? No. I don't think so either. Sign Nick Foles. Sign Nick Foles? You, th- you think... Uh, you think they'll take like a uh, a quarterback in the draft? Like, I mean, he's no. fine. I, the thing is, if you're not gonna get, if you're not gonna get Kirk Cousins, uh, who else? Right. So you can get one of those guys. You, you know, draft that, the guy. You, you know stay. now that you don't have the worst quarterback in football. If you can upgrade, and you can, you can. with a Kirk Cousins, they got a lot of cap. I mean, there could be a Bradford out. The Bradford could be out there, which. That might be an upgrade. Um, or an Alex Smith would be an upgrade. An Eli Smith. Manning would be an upgrade. Yeah, trade. If you can get something through trade. Yeah. I think Eli Manning is your best case scenario. I don't want Eli Manning. <laughs> if I'm them, I'm really like, oh, do we want to go with Eli? Or but he, just he's goes? with Coughlin. He knows Coughlin. Yeah. I don't know. I just Eli Manning has been playing pretty rough. But I don't think you do anything drastic. No. Like, you definitely don't. You go after one of the bigger name guys. Like, like you said, Alex Smith. Or Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Maybe, and maybe Eli. If y'all like Eli, Eli. I mean, they're going to have a low pick in the draft, so. If they if they have the cap room, I don't see why you can't go after Kirk Cousins. Because they would have the cap room. Yeah, they do. have the cap room. So is Bortles on the team as a backup if I don't get somebody else? I don't get cut because he's $19 million. Because they they yeah. optioned him for his fifth year, and he's at nineteen million. So too because he was fourth overall pick. Yep. So you keep him for nineteen, or you cut him, right? Um, and they don't like they can cut him and not have any salary cap. Like they're just a straight cut, no money on the books for that. Um, but if you keep him, it's nineteen. So if you get Kirk Cousins, you got to cut him, and then get a and then if that happens, let's say you get Kirk Cousins, Alex Smith, or Eli Manning. Then you draft a quarterback in the yeah. first round. Yeah, I think maybe a Lamar or yeah, whoever's at the end. Because right now you don't know who's going to be back there. Josh Allen could be back there if he doesn't. He show says he's going to go number one. Josh Allen says that. Yeah, yeah if he we'll pulls see. off if he pulls off a Carson Wentz senior bowl game and, and that that senior bowl. That, I mean, so combine so much like importance is put in the combine and I don't fucking understand it but like you can have terrible tape and get taken high in the first round yeah. but let me Car- based like, off the senior bowlers and the combine good at the combine was the throwing I take more he came out and threw and he looked good yeah with guys you don't in, work in, with in underwear I would think yeah, it would but, be better to but you're working with guys that you have no time with and if you can connect on passes consistently in the combine with that and you look like you had the footwork and everything it helps. So, but I think if he has a big, big, but you need to have a big senior bowl um, working with those coaches. You just do if you're, if you're. And Bill O'Brien will be coaching that game. So I am very interested. Yeah. If you're a Josh Allen, you have to have a big whole. whole yeah. Big week. And they say he's not really. I, I heard that uh, some of the receivers were having trouble catching it because of how hard he throws. Like that sounds like the most like try hard like douchebag yeah. brag. Yeah, he's like he throws yeah, I guess too I'm hard. just not used to my strength. I guess uh, I guess me throwing so hard and hitting the weights a little too hard. From what I, I read, what I actually heard was he's not very accurate. So 
who uh yeah i don't know where that report came from but it was it he might be throwing it too hard 10 yards over the head maybe you know who else threw it too hard ryan fucking mallet yeah right yeah he had a mallet of an arm mallet for a head yeah that too so I'm gonna get through this Vikings Eagles game rapid fire because nothing happened. It was not much. Nothing happened except for Nick Foles going off. The Vikes came out firing. First drive was a nine-play, 75-yard drive, capped off by Keenum 25-yard touchdown pass to Rudolph. Right there, and that touchdown pass was like, you know what? That was a great-looking pass, and I was like, dude. Vikings may win this. I mean, everybody thought. I mean, I just can't imagine how excited everyone in what, Minnesota was. Because anytime, anytime you come out of the gate firing, like, do you know how big it is to score a touchdown on the first drive of the game? It's huge. It's, it's massive. Yeah, it's and the, the momentum is, shift. It's momentum, and you're it's, not coming from behind. Yes, you can you stretch your game down. plan. You shut the crowd down. Absolutely. And then the Eagles come out on their first drive and not score? No, they didn't do well. Eagles get on the board on the defensive end when Patrick Robinson takes an, an interception from Keenum 50 yards to the house. Uh, There's that momentum. Switch. Quick switch, too. Yeah. Just <laughs> an, an incredible play. He's, like, running all over the field, probably ran 100 yards to get I saw that Keenum throw, 50. And, and, I, and I'm telling myself, that's why you don't want Keenum as your starting yeah. quarterback. Right yeah, there. he makes those mistakes. and he he makes those back foot throws like you were saying. Yeah, I said it last week. He, he does not a lot. Throw it off the back foot. I'm, I'm better than what I am. He I'm is so terrible I mean, under pressure. He just doesn't have the arm strength to be thrown off his back foot. Like you just don't do just it. Just bad. You just don't do it. So <laughs> Eagles get the ball, get downfield. Uh, Legarrette Blunt with an 11 yard touchdown puts them up 14 seven. That uh, blunt run though. <laughs> that was a he ran someone over, didn't he? He's great. I I I, I love them I like together. Him, him and Jai. Yeah. Like he's he They're doesn't have too. the explosive plays that Jai has, but I like him. He has explosive like volleyball explosive right. to where he'll run you over and make you look like a puss. He, he's good in those situations. He'll make you look stupid. Yeah. Vikings put together a good drive. They actually pick up several first downs. Get near the fifteen yard line. And that Eagles defense, boy, like between them and Jacksonville, I don't know who's better because they're both incredible. Top notch. Uh, Barnett gets a strip sack on Keenum, recovered by Chris Long. Uh, Another turnover, and that would lead to another touchdown. Nick Foles with his first of several moonshots, 53-yard touchdown to Alshon Jeffrey. That was a perfect yeah. pass. Nick Foles. Seven. That was the Foles turned into a stallion in that game. Yeah, that Foles. Yeah, the Foles. The he baby Foles. horses. He looked like oh, yeah, uh, that yeah, was, yeah, that was that was a decent. Uh, what is Analogy. it? It's a dad a- joke. Equine yeah. joke. What do they call him? Equine joke. I don't know what that means. I, I probably got the word wrong. Oh, Aqu- Aquaman. But he looked like vintage Nick Foles oh, in that game. <laughs> yeah, he looked like the seven touchdowns game. You know who he looked like? Uncle Rico. Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, he kind of did a little Just bit. Just it down the field. Trusting your guys. And we, we had a lot of backups uh, in these playoffs. Obviously, Nick Foles and Blake Bortles probably the Case most Keenum. impressive of the backups. Case Keenum's pretty impressive backup. Yeah, I guess so. Would you say Nick Foles is the best backup in football? 
I think so. I, I think, I think who else backs up? I mean, I'd say Teddy Bridgewater is a good backup. Yeah, but he's not going to be a backup. Or for Sam long. Bradford's a good backup. I think any of those guys. It's but like Angelo was a good backup there for yeah, a while. Right. He's, he's he's not a backup no. anymore. He's right. going to get a lot of money. How? Back to the pages real quick. How concerned were you when you heard Brady's had the stitches in his hand and they don't have Garoppolo backing him up? Not at all. None. I just not I at all. Yeah. I think Brian Hoyer could have came in there and won that game. I do too. It would have. Right, 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 right. I don't want to go in the Brian Hoyer talk, guys. Okay. All right. <laughs> but the Patriots, after coming off a game against Jacksonville, they will have to play the Eagles and Nick Foles. And I think the biggest difference between Foles and Bortles is that. Foles can let it rip downfield. Yeah, they're not afraid to let him rip it. And he has a pretty deep ball. Yeah. I mean, they're not afraid to let him rip. And he showed he can do it against pretty – like, the Vikings' defense are no slouch. They're better than the the Patriots' defense. They have the running game to be able to, you know, run, run, and then take those shots downfield. Especially with the Jai. Zach Ertz is a weapon for short yardage so situations. Selleck's a good. They got Trey Burton. They have tight ends coming out the yeah. ass. Trey Burton. Yeah, he's good too. He's good too. Um, Alshon Jeffrey's a good like just. What do you call that? Big tie like the big target guy that can get go up and get ball like the, those 50-50 balls, right? Um, Chicago was dumb to let him go. I don't know, man. That Super Bowl, Patriots, Eagles. I'm not going against terrific Tom throwing touchdowns. I think Tom He'll will, find a way. They always do. Yeah, I'm not I don't bet against. Tom will win it on a last second field goal. <laughs> he'll come in and kick yeah, it. Yeah, he'll so. kick the field goal. No, he won't do that. He'll be in shotgun, he'll drop kick it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they did with the Flutie that one Doug time. Flutie with the drop Our kick. quarterback yeah. in high school did that a couple yeah. of times. So the Eagles take a 24-7 lead into halftime. Uh, we see another flea flicker in this game. I don't know what it was of flea flickers that uh, day. You could call it a Foles flicker or a flea Foles if you prefer. 41 yard bomb to Toy Smith. Uh, Toy Smith makes a good move and kind of slows down in his route, kind of lulls, uh, what is it, Trey Waynes into a false sense of security and then burns him. Any relation to Damon Waynes? Or Marlon Waynes. I think his parents or, are Caucasian, so I think he was adopted, actually, Trey Wayans. Oh, I didn't know that. I think. I, I saw know. his mom, and she was, like, white. Is he a little, is he light-skinned? White skin? moms are the best. Is he light-skinned? I'm not sure. Is I'd have to look. Know Trey Wayans is light-skinned? He is. He looks he light-skinned. I, I, don't, I don't know his genealogy, but... That might be his mom, then. I think he's... It could be. I think he's a yellow bone. Whoa. I think that's what they... Can you say that? Whoa. I think he's a porn. Okay. <laughs> Come on! I know we started off the day talking about. Did we? Did, would that get on the podcast? The porn talk? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. So. No, it didn't. I don't think so. I've never heard of porn. <laughs> sure. I don't know what this is. It's like he doesn't know what THC is. What? what? I've never done that in my life. I don't even know. How's your Conroe girl anyway? She's she's good. Just keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Down 24 at the end of the fourth, Vikings put together, well, what was probably only their third decent drive of the game. Uh, they're in a fourth and goal situation. I don't think it was the end. It was the end of the third quarter. There was, there was five minutes left in the third, and fourth and goal, they opt to go for it. And it was a situation where I feel like they needed points. Five minutes left in the third. You're down 24. 
you just need something to go your way because it had been just a living nightmare up to that point. A field goal, even if it's meaningless, is a moral victory, and I think your defense can get behind something and maybe rally, but they go for it and they don't get it. They get nothing out of it, and Philly comes back, steamrolls them on a 12-play, 92-yard drive, milks six and a half minutes off the clock, and the death blow is a five-yard touchdown pass to Alshon Jeffrey. 38-7 to would be your final score. Foles finished 26 of 33, 352 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, a passer rating of 141.4. That's pretty damn good. That's like a fucking... 159 is perfect. That's near perfect. It's as close score, as you can man. get without being Tom Brady. Yeah. I mean, that's got to be the best... Playoff performance in a long time. Who, from Foles? From any quarterback. I don't know. The week before, you had Ben Roethlisberger. What was his? Yeah, 450 and they lost. And five or six touchdowns. Yeah, they, that, was, that was pretty fucking was pretty good. I think we can uh, put to bed the whole talk of Big Ben not being a good passer. And not being a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Uh, he was a Hall of Famer before. I know, but people are talking about that. So what happened to this uh, Minnesota Vikings defense? They just—I guess—the moment got too big for them. Yeah, what the what they're trying to say is, man, we just didn't have we just didn't have the energy to come out. Of how don't you have the energy to come out? So was was play the, for the Super Bowl? Play this for the isn't Super Bowl. anything new from this defense, though. Remember last year when uh, they completely undermined their coach? I mean, that was the most they've given gonna, up all season. I am gonna go a step further. This is nothing new for the Vikings. Generally. Yeah. This has gone all the way back since I've ever seen the Vikings play. No, that's true. In the 90s. They, they were like the best team. Yeah, but like world. people said the same thing about the Cubs. That didn't stop them from winning a World Series. It's, you know? I think yeah, it's... Yeah, I don't know, but I'm just... It's it's par for the course of the Vikings. and Most points they've allowed all season. Yeah. And not and not hard-earned points either. Those were just right. gimmies. Like, okay. it, it was like walkthroughs. Eagles yeah. converted 10 of 14 third-down conversions. It looked like spring training, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really hope Foles gets a Super Bowl, though, because who would have expected that? Yeah, Nick Foles deserves we'll it. Nick deserves it. I just, I'm just hoping for a good game. And they almost, they usually aren't. Do you think no. Carson Wentz still makes a case for MVP this year? I think so. I don't, Even I don't, if he got I don't hurt. know who wins, honestly. If they, is, if, is it Brady? I I like Gurley. If they I, win the Super Bowl, though, could, it, could you still count it? It's supposed a, to be a regular season award. Yeah, and Wentz had the best regular season of all the quarterbacks. He played 13 games. Tom Brady had a pretty good regular season. Yeah. He had the most yards. Yeah, but he, he, if you give it to Tom Brady this year, you give it to him it's, every it's year. It's normally a quarterback award, right? I would give it to Gurley. Todd Gurley, though, people are like, he only rushed for 1,300 yards. It's like, yeah, but he also caught 800 yards. Like, that was great. Oh, holy crap. He had huge, like, he was, he was amazing. Who, spectacular. Who's y'all's defensive player of the year? Uh, I thought I heard someone saying Calais Campbell. Calais Campbell. He's up there. Um, Aaron Donald is up there. Oh, yeah. Aaron Donald should always be a finalist. Yeah, and then uh, God, the guy. Demarcus Lawrence, Fletcher Cox. Um, no, who is it? I don't know. He had 11, 11 sacks. So just a couple of questions. Haywards. And we'll go ahead and we'll wrap this up. Uh. The Minnesota Miracle. 
Did that leave the Vikings in a bad place psychologically? Did they sign Case Emotionally drained? Do they re-sign Case Keenum and keep Keenum? No, I'm I'm asking if that game had a negative effect on this game this week. Oh, last week? Yeah. (laughs) That drain, right? Right. Just the emotional, oh my God, I can't Could have. I mean, I But you're a professional athlete. I heard it's always a safe bet to bet against the team after they experience yeah. a high a miracle game. A high, it didn't like seem to it seemed to work for Auburn though that one year when they had that bounce catch against Georgia and then they had the kick six. Yeah. I don't know if I, I don't know about Was, was that the Cam Newton year? No, no that was uh, Nick Marshall. And well then they didn't win a national championship. Actually. Yeah, they they didn't. They lost. They actually did lose. No. But I don't know, they're professional athletes. They shouldn't. You're right. They shouldn't. I see college kids getting. It's just all another storyline. Yeah, I mean, they shouldn't. I the storyline for me is Case Keenum. Does he get? You know, what does he do now? What do you think? Like, did he just lose a bunch of money? <laughs> you think Pat Shermer brings him <laughs> back? He just lose a bunch of money. Because <laughs> had he gone on to the Super Bowl, and if he loses against Tom Brady, no one gives a shit. He gets. You paid. do what you just did and lose thirty-eight to seven against Nick Foles. People are like, you know what? Maybe we're not signing that. So, Maybe we're not signing that fifteen million dollar year check. Here's here's six or seven. I think there's someone desperate enough. Yeah, but do you think he lost money? So do you think? Do you not think he's starting for the Vikings next year? I don't know, man. I think they're gonna re-sign either Teddy Bridgewater or uh, Sam. If I, if I had to choose, I would go with Bridgewater. I'd go with Bridgewater, too. I feel like he has the higher ceiling. He's, he's, just younger, he's more man. dimensional. You've seen Keenum's ceiling, and I think you could say the same for both Keenum and Borders. Right. You've seen both of their ceilings. They're pretty fucking you know good. you know Bradford, too, right? But they're, yeah. not, they're not good enough. Bradford's not a guy, a guy Bradford's you can Bradford's not win. a guy that you can even count on for two games. Yeah, without breaking, without breaking in half. Yeah. Yeah. And where does Nick Foles end up next year? I don't Is know. Is he a backup for Carson Wentz? I don't know, man. Is he? He's got. I know he has an opt out this this coming up. Um, are people hot hotter on his table than this? they are Keenum's? I just but thought of this. He, he's got one more year in 2018. I just thought of this. He's making seven million. He I have an idea of where he might go. So. Next year, we're all pretty sure Alex Smith is gone from Kansas City, right? Yeah. And Patrick Mahomes is your starter? Yeah. What if he goes back to KC to compete with Mahomes? No. You don't think so? I think he's. I think Foles wants to be a, a starter. Just like Bortles is going to want to be a starter, just like Case is going to want to be a starter, because we're going to say, I proved it. I did this in the regular season. So I don't think any of those guys are going to want to take backup. Oh, I have to compete with somebody. Yeah, maybe Foles, maybe Foles because he only played a few games. But, but I feel like the window of, of opportunities you're going to get to be a starter in the league are very I'm slim. Just, with the I amount think. of quarterbacks in the draft and free agency, Nick, I, one of them might find work. The thing is, I don't know. to answer your question about Nick Foles, he still, has, yeah, he still has another year in his deal, 2018, so for $7 million. Okay. I bet you he stays and backs up Carson Wentz one more year. He might, he just might stick that through because then he has an option for like a three, for three more years or something like that for $6 million a year. He just might do that because what it's going to be 30 by then. Nick Foles wins the Super Bowl and retires. No, because you can make a bunch of money being a backup quarterback still. Yeah. I think I think Keenum or Bortles, if Bortles doesn't re- – if he gets cut, the Jets. 
That's not a bad thought. The Jets, I forgot about them. Because they, they had Luke, what, who, Josh McCown? Yeah. yeah. And he and played he, well. He, he played well. decent, but they need a quarterback. They you do. don't think they'd hold they have a two lot guys. of quarterbacks on that team that are who, just the trash. fucking useless. I mean, Bryce Petty. Bortles can make those numbers look good. Uh, Christian Hackenberg. Hack, he just can't hack If it. you look at Bortles' <laughs> numbers, they look pretty. Right? They look pretty good. In garbage time. Yeah, but the thing is, that's the Jets are garbage. So if you can put garbage time stats up for the Jets and make it look good, they'll be happy with that, right? We're, I'm sure they have a relatively high draft pick. No, no. They were seven and nine, weren't they? That, let me check. 10, I think five and eleven. Well, they they might be in the top. Do you know how many five and eleven teams there were? A bunch, a bunch. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got the Texans, I know, and uh, what the Colts were four and eleven, or four and twelve, and that's four and five, right? It was just a weird Three year for football. Like yeah. all these teams, there's not like a unless you're Cleveland, there isn't a team that's like god awful. San Francisco was going that route. Yeah, but they, they were they're, Jimmy G's. They're back style. now. Jimmy though. G. They went from one and ten to six, six and ten in five weeks. Jimmy G is the they're going to be the real deal. They may be the they favorite in the West old. next year. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, That's going to be a good conference if Arizona can figure their shit out. Yeah. I feel like Seattle's going to take a step back though, because be. I don't know if Errol Thomas will be there. And isn't he going into free agency? Yeah, he might be. They, they're going to start losing players because they're getting old, too, on that defensive side of the ball. Yeah, your peak time window for uh, being an elite defense is about four or five years. And yeah, then everyone starts getting a little older or slower. Yeah, yeah right. especially Earl Thomas. On that note, I think uh, we should wrap this up. Uh, any uh, closing thoughts for you guys? But we have so much LeBron talk this Yeah, we got to talk LeBron. And she trades NASCAR in the 90s. Yeah, I got so many NASCAR stories. Your girlfriend below you? She's blowing me up because she needs her key and she can't like get around without this. So I need to close up shop here. But yeah, I mean, next week there's no football. We can talk NBA. There's no football. Can we at least least talk Pro Bowl, Senior Bowl, whatever you guys want to call it. We'll we'll do a lot of NBA next week. And uh, we can do like a true Super Bowl preview. Can we, we do can a, talk some, some baseball? Yeah, yeah. we can talk Astros. Gary Cole. We didn't even talk about the Hall of Fame, but we can definitely touch on that. And, but we got to have Trey's NASCAR 90. And your right NASCAR now. 90. Okay, you have 90 seconds. Go for it. So Danica Patrick found a ride for Saw Daytona. Yep. Premium Motorsports. Uh, basically a filled filler. A car that runs 40th every week. So that'll be good. Danica will be... Right back where she always was. In the DNP? Yep, yep. Did not play. Yep. Oh, DNF, sorry. Yeah, DNF. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, 25 more days till the Daytona 500. Um, looking forward to it, I guess. Looking forward and, to seeing Danica crash. Uh, and I actually was listening to Granado and Raheel. Yeah. Uh, when they asked you, is there any black NASCAR drivers? Yeah, there is. And which one's that? Daryl Wallace. And how many others are there? Uh, zero. Daryl and like, uh, but I don't know. I he's he's gonna be a rookie this year, so I'm looking forward to him coming up. I'm gonna be in the 43 car for Richard Petty. It's a good number. Yeah. Didn't they think? Didn't they think he was related to like Rusty Wallace? Yeah, or something they like did. That? <laughs> yeah, like, that can't be. He might be related to Rusty I don't Wallace. Know, he, looks, he looks pretty light skinned himself. Yeah. 
but uh, he's very pretty talented. Got got better with with each race last year while he was filling in for the injured Eric Almarola. So look forward to seeing him. And this uh, is a NASCAR ninety seconds, not ninety minutes straight. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, well <laughs> said. Ninety seconds. Yeah. Pretty All much. Right, cool. yeah, it's pretty much ninety seconds. Well, that was well said from uh, Juggalo Trey at Juggalo Trey underscore twenty three underscore twenty three on Twitter. Special thanks to Keith Quigley at Real Q Squared, and uh, I'm Jacob. Of course, you can find me at Lil Jakespear on Twitter. Thanks for stopping, guy. Mm, stopping by. Stopping by, guys. That's how that was supposed to be said. Yeah. Adios. Adios, muchachos.